Welcome to the Minted NFT Show. I'm your host, Victoria Brand, and every week I will be chatting with independent creatives, collectors, and curators in the NFT space, sharing their journey from Web 2 to Web 3. I'll also be sharing my journey from graphic designer to NFT artist. I'm still super new to the NFT space, but as I learn and grow, I'll be spilling it all in this podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Nicole Kane, a freelance fashion designer and 3D artist exploring fashion in the metaverse. I really didn't understand how fashion had bridged over to NFTs, but Nicole chats through her journey and what it takes to go from physical fashion to digital fashion and how you and I can collect these wearables. Hi, Nicole. So glad that you're here on the podcast with me. Hi, it's lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. This is going to be such an interesting conversation for me because I really don't know anything about NFT fashion, Web3 fashion, digital fashion. So I'm going to be learning so much today. So can you start us off by telling us a bit about yourself and what happened before NFTs and Web3? Yeah, so I originally studied digit, uh, sorry, physical fashion design, um, and then I kind of wanted to get into like buying and merchandising side of fashion. So I went on to do fashion branding and merchandising, and it was actually at that point that I kind of stumbled across digital fashion. It was when I saw the fabricant had sold an, a digital garment NFT for like $9,000. So that kind of sparked my interest in the whole industry. I started to, to kind of look into it more at that point and, and learning the softwares and stuff. That's really interesting. So did you study in, in Scotland, in Glasgow, or did you study outside of, of Glasgow? Yeah, so it was fashion design at Cardonald and then it was uh, fashion branding and merchandising at Cali. Right, okay. Okay, I know I know the two courses very well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's really interesting. So you saw that that garment had sold and that was what sparked your initial curiosity uh, in NFTs. When was it you decided that you were actually going to pursue and start creating within the kind of NFT and digital space? And, and what was your first thing that you created? I think I was kind of looking for a niche that I really felt really intrigued and interested in. So like, as soon as I sort of realized that it was a viable concept that was actually happening in the real world, that, that's when I kind of started basically learning about it like I literally just went on the fabricants website and looked at like what kind of softwares that you needed to know um and then I started learning them and that was kind of where my journey began okay so is it quite a steep learning curve I think like particularly for fashion like if you've already got knowledge with pattern cutting and things like that you know like it's really about manipulating the fabric around the body the same way it is in real life so with that side of things I actually found it probably easier than people coming at it from maybe just um, a 3D background or something but really actually at the beginning what was the most strange thing to me was getting familiar with the 3D 
space mm-hmm. um, and, and sort of navigating that and seeing how things sort of fall in place or uh, like how things are affected in that 3D world. And then once I, once I became familiar with that, it was a lot easier. But for someone that had never experienced a 3D software, that was the thing that was like, oh, like this is really different. Right. Okay. I can imagine that that would be where the kind of learning curve would be with would be the three D software and the, the kind of space. But I suppose with and 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 I'm just this is me just supposing, but um, obviously you have limitations in real life when you're designing fashion. Um, although a lot of, a lot of these limitations are pushed quite a bit, but I suppose you've got more freedom for being adventurous. Would would you say um, within digital fashion? Definitely. Um, In a lot of ways, the main limitation with the 3D stuff is that, you know, in real life, you can get tiny, tiny like pleats and fabrics and stuff like those kind of things are more difficult in 3D. But yeah, in terms of like overall concepts, you can literally create whatever you want. So that's what I really love about it. That's really exciting. So do what was the first thing that that you created? and maybe you didn't show it to anybody or, <laughs> but can you remember what, what that was? I can't remember the exact first thing, but I started with like sort of simple dresses and jackets and stuff. I mean, I didn't even know how to render at that right. stage. It was literally, I was just creating stuff in the sort of 3D environment. Right. Okay. You must have been like really excited about it because I I, I can imagine um, being a creator within that space. It must be this new kind of technology must be quite exciting um, for for where it could go. The other thing that I'm really curious about because I just don't understand is, is how does it work? So you design something, you create something, and then how do I then as a consumer wear that digital piece of fashion yeah so that's that's the big thing is like you know what's going to be the mass adoption of digital fashion and it's simply for like from my perspective anyway starts with AR filters Mm -hmm. I mean that seems to be the most accessible thing for people for mass adoption um so AR filters and then you've got digital dressing which the digital fashion platform called DressX they specialize in that so they literally just um like you manipulate the garment into whatever shape the the person's in in the photo and then you photoshop it onto them so that it looks like they're wearing it right okay. at least that's that's the hope um so those are the two ways that i think they can be mass like adopted from a consumer level but you've also got like metaverse platforms mm. and gaming environments and stuff so i think that will be maybe less um successfully mass adopted quicker like I think the the fastest route would be like AR and then you know because everyone has a has a smartphone these days not everyone plays games Mm. or are in virtual environments yeah I I agree I think you know the way and tell me if I'm wrong but I kind of think that everybody understands what like your your kind of Instagram and Snapchat filters I mean that's the kind of AR isn't is that is that right yeah Yeah. Um, yeah Okay, so and so you would de- you would design items and then do do you you're selling these items like as as AR filters is that is that right? 
a lot of artists sell their work as NFTs. Mm -hmm. So they would go on various NFT platforms. Um, so there's a few sort of main ones out there, but you know, I'd say the, the sort of main digital fashion one is DressX. Okay. Um, but then there's another one that's just launched called the Fashionverse, and that project looks really good. I've just launched a collection there. So there, there's more and more platforms kind of coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, a lot of people are selling them as NFTs. And then also you've got the sort of brands um, that want to use this technology to maybe be more sustainable so like you know if they have a design and they want to mock it up um, and get sizing specific okay. then that that could be good to test in the 3d environment so that you're not wasting fabric yeah so yeah that's brilliant that's I mean these are all things that I just don't think about so you talked about you had a collection out there so Talk to me about um, the collections that you've got or what you've launched and what inspires you and what has, has driven you to create these collections. Yeah, I think um, like I'm still learning the softwares as well. Like there's so many softwares out there, you know, because it's it's digital fashion, but it's 3D generalism as well, because, you know, I'm interested in creating environments for the artwork and stuff. So um, with the projects that I do, what inspires me is to like learn something new with everything that I do to be as like creatively free as I can be. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's what inspires me. I just want to know a bit a wee bit more about your collection. So have you named your collection? Yeah, so it's called the Liquid Crystal Collection and it's based on sort of ancient um, carvings from ancient Sumeria and, and bringing like the, the sort of rustic rock and crystal textures in with that. So all of the garments have these sort of different rock and crystal textures in the garments. Um, so that was my inspiration for that collection. Right, that sounds amazing. And we'll have links to that. Is it out yet or is there a preview? Of... Yeah, there's a preview of it on my Twitter, but that will be launched on the 10th of June. Perfect. Okay. And going forward, where do you see all of this going with digital fashion? Um, and how do you see yourself growing within the, the digital fashion realm as well? Yeah, I think it's more a question of like when it's going to happen rather than if it's going to happen at this stage. Personally, for me, like I think that, you know, more and more people are growing up playing games and they're getting familiar with virtual environments and in-game currencies and things like that. So I think that it's definitely the future of fashion and most other and well, every probably every industry as well so I think it's probably going to end up being you know we have sort of virtual identities that we it's like normal for people like right now it's like you know if you're if you're a gamer then you'll be more familiar with having mm -hmm. an avatar but it's it's more about having an avatar that represents yourself that you get to to dress the way you want to interact with other people across the world like you know where we're limited to like texting or um, video calling people we could have an avatar in a virtual environment and interact with people in an actual space so I think it's 
interesting where it will sort of evolve our species in that way. Yeah, I think it is interesting as well. But I just, I, I, I had a quick, quick look at some, some uh, digital fashion. I think it's amazing. Um, it's a, a lot of learning, I think, in the 3D. And it's amazing that you've taken on that challenge 100%. And knowing what you know now, and everybody, I think everybody within the space is still learning and it's, it's moved so fast as well, you know, trying to keep up with everything that's going on. And there's always a new advance and, and no more technology and different ways of doing things. But knowing what you know now and having gone through some of the learning that you've gone through, is there any like kind of words of wisdom that you could give somebody that's interested in getting started in digital fashion? Yeah, I'd probably say like all the information's out there on YouTube um, and there's like courses online and stuff. I mean, I learned everything that I know from YouTube. Like, mm -hmm. I think we're really lucky that we've got the internet now and there's so much information that's accessible to everyone. So I'd, just, I'd probably say like, don't be scared to learn something new because you don't know what you know until you know it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, if you're really that interested in it, like, like, why not? Do you know what I mean? Are you doing any, have you thought about collaborations or have you spoken to anybody about collaborations or? Yeah, I mean, I've collaborated with other 3D artists. Mm -hmm. um, I usually retweet them on my Twitter and they'll be on my Instagram as well. So collaboration is another like really big part of the industry and the sort of Web3 mm -hmm. industry in general as well. So I think that's a really good way to get to know other people in the industry. And um, they can also, you know, you can learn from, from them as well. So it's really good. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and it's really interesting this uh, to see how this is all going to, to play out and we'll be looking um, forward to viewing your collection um, on the 10th and as I say all the links, um, Nicole's links will be in the show notes uh, so you'll be able to follow her and follow her work and check out her work. So thank you again, Nicole. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is sponsored by my Create and Sell Your First NFT in Five Days workshop. If you're a creative and want to know the steps to creating your first one-of-one one NFT, then this is the course for you. I will guide you step by step on how to take an existing creative piece and transform it into an NFT, made especially for creatives who would like to leverage this new market but don't know how. On top of that, you'll also get information on navigating the NFT community, marketing yourself and your work and making connections that will help you on your journey. You can go to victoriabrand.co and click the link on the homepage to sign up. I'm super excited to work with you and see your amazing creations launched as NFTs. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening so you don't miss the incredible episodes we have coming up. And if you have any questions about NFTs, for example, becoming a creator or how to get into collecting NFTs, send me an email, hello at victoriabrand.co and I will answer them in the podcast. And if you know someone who would appreciate this podcast, click the share button and let them know about it. Sending energetic and creative vibes to you. Have a great week. Just one last thing before you go. I'd like to remind you nothing on the show is financial or investment advice. 
And if you're thinking about investing into the NFT space, to do your research and seek independent financial advice. See you next time. 